Hello, this is Ruin Willow with the Oh, fuck yeah, with Ruin Willow podcast. I'm super excited you're here today. Anytime and every time you listen to my podcast, I'm excited that you're here. And on my podcast, I talk about things related to sex and sexuality, and that includes writing erotica. I love to have erotic authors on here because I write it too. So it's so much fun to talk to other people who like to write any kind of erotica, erotic romance, erotica, even smut. So today, if you're under 18, though, it is time to leave the podcast because we will be talking about sexuality. And my guest today is Jacques Girard, and he is an author. He's a writer. His story on Amazon is The Barefoot Burglar. The link will be down in the podcast show notes for that. And he has stories on Medium, where he writes quite a bit. And on there, he is Jacques Girard, 52. I will put those links on the podcast show notes so that you can easily connect with him. But we had a great chat about writing, about erotica, and he has a foot fetish. So we definitely talk about that. And that makes sense, right? His book is The Barefoot Burglar. So we talk about that and we touch on all different areas of things, of sexuality and of writing. It's so much fun. We had such a great chat. So stay tuned for that. It was really super fun and I hope you enjoy it. Don't forget to check out his stuff. And my latest books out are The Neighborhood Sex Secrets. That book is about a woman exploring her sexuality and she does lots of things that she used to fantasize about, but then she's doing it in real life. She's checking off her sexual bucket list with her two newfound daddy doms who are neighbors she's known for a long time they are embarking on a new era of life and so they're an alternative lifestyle and they're just it's amazing it's a really fun journey if you like sexuality writing you know writing fiction with a lot of erotica and sex in it you'll love it i also have the limo sex challenge out as well and you can check out my podcast out on roku tv fire tv on their app also, Pod Nation TV. And you can watch my podcast is on demand and also airing on Sundays and Mondays at 11 p.m. Eastern. So you can find that. And I do some video there. I do not show my face, but I am neck down. So, you know, usually people tell you to look at their eyes and don't look at their chest. Well, I'm telling you to look at my tits. <laughs> I'm the headless horseman, even though I'm not a man and I'm not hung like a horse. I don't know. I think that joke is funny. <laughs> Maybe it's stupid, but I'm telling you to look at my tits. I'm not. Gonna <laughs> That's what you'll see on the video. Anyway, that'll also end up on YouTube as well. So check me out there and check out all the links down in the podcast show notes so that you can find my work and his work and my audio books and erotica, all that fun stuff. And a quick word out to my sponsors, Manscaped. You can get 20% off and free shipping with my promo code RUINVILLO20. Get their products to be, get yourself ready for sexy times. Get more skin smacks in the bedroom and shave your groin area. Get your beard thigh ready, baby. All this stuff you can do for your skin and your beard and your crotch hair <laughs> or make yourself hairless skin products. They have great underwear and skin scrubbers, all these skin products. So get sexy with Manscaped products. And Ruin Willow 10 is what you can use on Kiru sex toys, where you can get amazing sex toys for men and for women. I love my pearls that I have from them. They are wonderful, very strong, slender, easy to hold and maneuver. And the male sex toys are, some of them are even patterned after specific stars. So you can see them, see those women and see what they look like and find their toy that's patterned after their body. So amazing things. So stay tuned for this. And I hope you enjoy our chat, our writer's chat, our chat on sexuality, and just our minds went wherever we wanted them to go. And we had a fucking blast. So stay tuned. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, everyone. I'm super excited to talk with an author today to present you with another author, another erotica author. It's super fun for me to talk to authors. I love to talk to them and talk about how they create, what they create and what they do, their process. And it's just so much fun to pick another writer's brain and just have like writing talk. You know, it's just writer's chat is so much fun for me. But I would like to introduce you to Jacques Girard. Now, did I say your name right? Yes, you did. I thought so. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. 
Thank you for having me. And you are an erotica author, and this is the second time you on the show. Yes. Glad to be back. I'm glad you had me back. Yes, you came on when I did the topic of the fetishes, and you shared your foot fetish stories with us for that episode, which was such a fun episode to do. That was. I enjoyed it. That was just basically the tip of the iceberg with me. But if you ever plan on doing a part two, we can, I'm at your service. Yes, I think it, yeah, it's a great idea. And it'd be fun to elaborate on more. And there's so many out there, too, that maybe other people might join in and share their stories as well. Because there's, there's a lot of fetishes out there. <laughs> yeah, there is. And even even with a foot fetish, there's different flavors of it in that. So it's mm-hmm. not that I'm the definitive guy for foot fetish. There's many other different things, aspects, part of that. That's true. And there's different types of shoes that can play into that and boots and just, you know, jewelry. You know, there's so many different things. Do you like jewelry on feet too? Oh, love it. Can't get enough. If you were to, I've seen your toes. Okay. Now, if you were to put (laughs) rings on each of your toes and wear a chunky ankle bracelet or some barefoot jewelry, oh, you, that's kryptonite. I'll just put it that way. (laughs) I have, the most I've worn have been, I think, three. I've done like two on one foot and one on another. I haven't done one. I haven't done a ring on every single toe. I wonder how that would work. Would they like clink together? I wonder. <laughs> no, I'm like thinking. I, of the I, know of it. A, I know of a lady. I used to go out with a lady that she was a foot fetish model, first and foremost. Okay. And she had a lot of rings on her toes. And it was just like, oh, God, she would kill me. I mean, it was just like, okay, we we know where we're going with this. She knew my weaknesses and Basically, she was, I would say she was the equivalent of Lex Luthor with Superman, but we just called her <laughs> Lexus because she knew the kryptonite. And it's not my kryptonite. My kryptonite's not hard. So, right. <laughs> that's so fun. And there's so many different ones too. I think that's the fun part. There's so many different kinds out there and you can just kind of go crazy with all the different things. You, you got, okay. you got to look at it also with a fetish, the foot fetish, you know, uh, I've alluded in one of my stories that the guy having a foot fetish could be looked upon as creepy. But if you look upon a fetish as it's no different than a guy being in the breasts, legs, it's no different than that. Right. hundred percent. It's just another part of the body. And, you know, and it's not an uncommon fetish either. You know, like there's some things that might be an uncommon fetish, like maybe someone likes ears. I don't know, whatever. But, you know, like it's not an, you know, foot fetish is not an uncommon thing. No, it's not. It's just for some reason, it's gotten a bad rap over years. But considering some, I have talked to ladies and, you know, in my research with writing or making friends with foot fetish models in the past, the way some of these guys come off writing emails and direct messages to, to them, I can understand why. <laughs> Understood. Understood. I'm sure it can go that way for sure. I, I had a crazy thing happen. Someone was reading my my newest release in my book. And one of the characters, one of the male characters does have a foot fetish. And she is so turned off by foot fetish that she had to stop reading my book because one of the characters liked that. I mean, that's a strong aversion. I went out with a lady that had an aversion like that. It was like, we can't do it. You're a footy. And me, I, that was my <laughs> the term of anime. I could not explain the aspect of it, how she would benefit from it because she was just immediately turned off that I was into her feet. And it's like, you don't know, understand. I am going to want to massage your feet as well as kiss. And kissing, I understand that a lot of guys that just end it with the lady's feet and don't do nothing else. Mm -hmm. That is not me. Okay. That's just liking, you know, when you get a birthday cake or cake with a lot of icing, you Mm -hmm. taste the icing first before you really get into the cake. That's (laughs) me. Okay. Her feet, your feet are just only the icing. What I really want to lick. <laughs> <laughs> especially, if you're, especially if you're clean shaven, baby. I'm going to be down there. <laughs> your soles are just warming my tongue up. <clears throat> That's right. That's very, definitely very sexy. I don't know how we could. I think it's weird that people are that turned off by it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like you said, it's just another part of the body. You know, it's. You know, I mean, weird. yeah. 
but you'd be amazed. I mean, she was, I, she was very adamant about it. No, no. Yeah. I'm like, okay, fine. But you know, you write erotica, but you have that in your stories. Yes, I do. I'm trying to explain this to you, but <laughs> you know, when you, when you, when a person, and as you well know, we can talk about this. I mean, we go on this. When you run into a person who's already made up their mind, there's no amount of explanation is going to change it. Right. That's so true. And we as erotic authors, we run into that a lot when people find out what we write because people have a lot of strong opinions about erotica and sex in the media. Mm-hmm. And what cracks me up about that is, is that you talk about sex in the media. But when you are when most of these advertisers, 90 percent are trying to sell something to get you to buy. What are they using? Sex. Bingo. Mm-hmm. Isn't so true and it's so funny how people Very are so turned off by it but yeah but it's it's laced through everything i mean it really just is you look at your ad look i don't know if you're in the football i think you are aren't you sunday afternoon it. nfl <laughs> i don't know what your favorite team is but if you watch it national televised game oh yeah every car commercial yeah okay even um sunday night football like Carrie Underwood singing. Mm-hmm. Come on now. You see her outfit. Right. Oh, totally. For sure. <laughs> what bugs me, though, is that they'll, they'll allow a lot of these platforms will allow these companies to use sexuality to sell things. But anybody who's going to like sell a book or something or a sex coach trying to sell their, their services at council people, then they put the kibosh on it and be like, no, you can't do that. I'm like, well, why do the big big because they're big big companies they get to do it so it's a double standard for sure oh but then that's nothing new but yes i mean nothing nothing new in our company i'm being a history buff that i am oh yeah that's right (laughs) i equate because how erotica writers are now is sort of like how prohibition was with liquor yeah okay I'm reminded of the movie with Clint Eastwood and, and Burt Reynolds, City Heat. Mm. And that was during pro- Prohibition. And I think they went over uh, Burt Reynolds' secretary's apartment. And she's like, I have some furniture polished under the sink. <laughs> mm. I say that to say this. It's like, oh, okay, I have a book that you might like to read, but I can't let you know that it's erotica and it has sex in it. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it's true. Like I, I've been been listening to this woman on Instagram who talks about the history of kink, and she's been. It's just really interesting to see her post. Like she's talking about people wrote erotica back in the 1700s. This is people act oh, like yeah. this is a new thing, and it's not. It's not. A oh new yeah, thing. completely back in. I mean, you think about this. I'm gonna even go back even further. What they said about Cleopatra? Yeah. Okay. Right. And from what I understand, you know, you can forget about she looked like Elizabeth Taylor in the movie. <laughs> from what I understand, she was on the plain side. All right. She, you mm-hmm. know, but she was, she knew how to play up her femininity and her sensuality. Right. Indeed. So you hear stories about her mm-hmm. and what she did with her lovers and everything. Yep. You, you hear about Marie Antoinette. You hear about uh, all the Victorian love affairs. Come on, you—if you really wanted to break down, you check out the royal royal families in England. <laughs> right, right. Hey, Henry VIII. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I've even seen images of like hieroglyphics that look sexual. So this is not. This is ridiculous that people are treating like it's new and it's taboo and all this stuff. It's been around for hundreds, maybe even thousands of years. Well. You, I used to be in the church. All right. I was a Christian. Not anymore. I don't, we won't go there. That's, that can be a totally different segment if you wanted to talk about erotica and, and religion. I, but sure. I will say this. Uh, sex. How do you think we reproduce? I know, right? <laughs> okay. We're all here because of that. Exactly. <laughs> okay we're not doing we're not doing photosynthesis here like plants all right <laughs> so with that being said everybody's you know everybody like you said everybody's all up in arms but i'm like you know i look at it as 
I, I remember it. I think everybody has walked in on their parents at one point, right? I have. Right. <laughs> and it creeps, it creeps you out at first. But right. then you think about it, it's like, the first thing that came to my mind is like, how do you think you got here? Right. <laughs> Duh, right? I mean, like, <laughs> and then yeah, I had to like laugh at myself because I was creeped out. I was like, ooh, mom, and oh, wait, wait a minute. How do you think you got here? Okay. <laughs> Take a step back. Exactly. I mean, you know, it's so weird that we have this prudishness running through our culture. And it's like, it doesn't make any sense. You know, it really doesn't. And it just drives me crazy. But so do you have people that have backlash with, for you or do not share with people in your life that you write erotica? Uh, it was a two-edged sword, okay? Mm. When I first published, because I sent you the link to my book, The Barefoot Burglar, Yes, I was still kind of sort of a practicing Christian, and I had you, that's how I came up with Jacques Girard as a pseudonym for people that were, I had two Facebook accounts. One was oh. the vanilla account, and then Jacques Girard. Yep. And I basically played it east is east and west is west and never twain show me because I had a lot of friends in the church. And then you have people going, oh, Lord, he done backslid. He <laughs> come to the altar, pray for him and you need to repent. That stuff. OK. Yeah. And I didn't want to hear that backlash. But now that I've gotten older and that was a while ago and there was a gap between publishing that and writing and publishing my stories now because I didn't think anybody a would like a foot fetish story. Um, be the backlash of people, you know, friends that are in the church going, oh, man, what's wrong with you? But then right. I thought about all the <clears throat> sex scandals that I heard about when you had, as I grew up in the Pentecostal church, we called it saints meeting at night where everybody had to stand up and confess your faults among, amongst the brethren. Okay? okay. And you hear about how brother such and such was with sister such and such, and they were married to committed adultery or our brother such and such was was committing fornication. And, and I'm sitting there like, OK, everybody ain't pure as driven snow as they're making themselves out to be. Oh, <laughs> um, right. And like, you know, it's a sin. I, I had a lot of just the contradictions with me and all that is like you have you, you know, you're sitting. I'm like, well, if this is such a sin, why did God give us a Jones? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You aren't given so, things to not use. We aren't given our taste buds to not taste food. Sex organs right. are different. Exactly. And with that being said, I've just got to the point later on in life. I've, life happened with me between publishing that, publishing my story and now. And I went through, you know, a self-evaluation, healing, you know, because life really had, I went, I got hit hard. Well, we won't go into that. But the yeah. bottom line is out of that, it's like, you know, now that I'm older, I don't care anymore. <laughs> yes. So even with that, I mean, even to the point of me being honest, because I most like most guys back in back when I was young, I kept my foot fetish to myself. I wouldn't really let it out to a lady until I really got to know her that I, I really liked her feet. Right. Then now I'm to the point, you know, if I'm going out, you're going to have to understand that <laughs> is part of me. I'm right. not hiding it. You're going to have if you can't handle that, then there's no sense in me us getting together. Right, right. I think that's a gift as we age, right? It's just we start to not care. and We start to be like, this is me. And uh -huh. this is right. And, and you don't care as much. You don't care what other people think as much. It's really, truly a gift. It is. I wish I had it when I was younger. But, me too. you know, <laughs> it came at it came at the right time. I look at it that way. And I got a lot left in the tank. So let's keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. Even learn. But mm -hmm. you don't dwell in the past. It's like, like I said, like I'm I use you an example. If we were to meet up and go on a coffee date, you knowing what's up. Okay. Right. Right. I think it's I'm, good to be that way to be up front with someone. We're going to talk about likes and dislikes, and you're going to find out about me. Now, if you're like, right. oh, God, no, and you hold up a cross to me, like, 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 uh, you go, like, hold up a cross to Dracula because I got a foot fetish. Well, then, <laughs> hey, man, it's not happening. Bye. Okay. Nice meeting you. Enjoyed you. Enjoyed your company. Hey, hey, be cool. <laughs> right. And I think that's like better, like more like upfront and honest. When you were younger, you're afraid to say things. And I think that's that's also a gift of being in midlife that you're not afraid to say those things. You're like, okay, well, then we're just not a match and it's okay. You know? Uh huh. 
it's okay. I'm not taking it personal. I'm just going to move on. I'm working on getting back in the dating scene. I took some time off because I'm like, what was work? What I thought worked before hasn't worked a couple of times. I need to evaluate being the old ball player and football coach that I was. I'm like, okay, my game plan ain't working. I got to make some adjustments to make sure that everything <laughs> is successful for me. And that's what I have been doing. And writing has been a part of that. Yes. Yes. Do you find it helps you express yourself? Maybe even learn about yourself or expand on that, will you? Both. Being able to express my feelings, what I've had inside me that you keep locked up and being able to share that. I wrote a couple of stories on my medium that aren't erotic, but Mm. a a thing of my personal experiences that I had to get through. And I shared it with a childhood buddy of mine. And he's like, man, you need to write a story. You you can write a book on this, dude, because how you've moved forward. It's on there. I'm going to give, since I'm on this, this is, since you're interviewing, I'm going to give you a plug. It's called Visitor from a Parallel Universe. It's not erotic. And I wrote a teaser for it to introduce you to it. It's called The Boss. Boss. Okay. And, and what was yes. it called? Again? Visit the Parallel? Visitor, visitor from a Parallel Universe. Visitor from a Parallel Universe. Okay. Essentially, it's me talking to me, me from another universe. Okay, cool. Talking to me. And The Boss is based on James Brown's song, The Boss, from the movie Black Caesar. Okay. And do you think you'll expand it into a book like you suggested or no? Yes, I am. I just got to figure out how to do it. And, and you know, when you write, and as you know, you get the idea, yes. But then again, when it comes down to the rubber meets the road, you got to figure out the logistics of how to make the story flow and what what events and everything you want to put in there to keep it so it's not bogged down, but keep the story moving. Yeah. At least keep the story moving and, and you can get into the characters. Right. So, yes, I'm going to do it. It's just how. We'll be back after a quick break. This episode is brought to you by the Spring Cleaning Champions, Manscaped. This season, make sure the man in your life grooms his carpets and his drapes with the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Have him clear out that winter bush with Manscaped's Lawnmower 5.0 and watch his confidence bloom like the springtime flowers. Embrace the season and have him join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. With our special offer, go to manscaped.com and use code RUIN. You have to use my new code RUIN, R-U-A-N, for the 20% off and free shipping. Have you ever been doing some oral pleasure and got some hairs in your mouth or your teeth? Well, (laughs) Manscaped can help with that. Try being clean-shaven or spring cleaning. After he uses Manscaped, you can say, "Hmm, let's get some busy with some spring fever in the bedroom. Try out Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. It is an amazing trimmer that features two interchangeable heads, one for taking a little off the top and the new foil blade to go smooth. If you want to go smooth for spring cleaning, make sure you try out Manscaped products. Bring on those smooth skin sexy slaps in the bedroom. And how do you do that? Use Manscaped products to shave clean down in your pubic area. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code RUIN. You have to use my new code RUIN, R-U-A-N, all caps at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with code RUIN at manscaped.com. Nothing like a little spring cleaning in his pants, right? In your pants if you're a man. (laughs) Spring clean your groin area. Try smooth. Try it with Manscaped. And I find, too, sometimes I need to think about it for a little while before it becomes more solid to the point where you can start or maybe make an outline or something. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you might have the idea, but that doesn't mean that you can start writing at that moment. Yeah. No, you 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 sound like you outline. I just wing it. I have a beginning, middle and end or how I feel like I want it. And I put it in between with my creativity. But I also am one of those that. I get awakened like at three in the morning during the witching hour, as they say, 
<laughs> three or four. My, my brain, I guess that's, they say in, in the spiritual realm or the magical realm, which I do practice and dabble in, that's when the veil is thinnest between you, the spiritual realm and, and our physical realm. So things flow in. And that's when my ideas flow in. And as, and that's when I get awakened. What about my brain goes, well, what about this? Well, sleeping. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Me too. I'll wake up with ideas too. And then I think for about an hour and I can't go back to sleep until I go, okay, this, 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 this. And then eventually I, my eyelids will get heavy and I'll go back to sleep. It might be, I might even dream about it to come up. I mean, one of, one of the stories that, a couple of stories that I have written that are novellas that I'm going to plan on, uh, I'm going to put out and publish were dream, based on dreams. Nice. So that will come. I mean, it happens. That's how I get creativity. But then again, I look at it this way, studying and dealing with the universe an idea is energy anyway, and it's flowing to you mm, or vibration true. from the universe. I like to think of that like that. That's a great idea. I love that. So, it, I mean, money's a vibration. Everything that we see in this physical world is a vibration and came from a thought. Think about that. It's very interesting. That's a very interesting idea. And I love the idea you said about it, an idea being energy. I mean, it is. It and is. You don't. Yeah, it's just it's just it might only be in your head, but that doesn't mean that's the only place it's going to stay. It could become a book or a story or a discussion, you know, can grow. Think about this. You look at a cell phone. And they have cell phones on people's watches. Yes. You know where that first came from? <laughs> Think about Dick, the comic strip Dick Tracy. Right. He was talking in his wrist radio on his watch. Mm. What are you doing now? It's an idea. It came to the creative Dick Tracy to put that in there. I'm going to blame. I'm going to put it on the universe. Put it on the universe. Hey, I mean, you look at a flat screen TV, all these things that we have that have been created that we're enjoying came from the universe to somebody's idea to figure out the logistics of how it works, make it work. Oh, totally. I'm I'm on this email notification. And that's this makes me think of the email I just received. And it's talking about how they're thinking you're getting close to maybe potentially creating an AI implant for people's brains who have some sort of damage or something. And I'm like, okay, they're part robot then. I mean, that's it's like something from like a sci-fi or fantasy movie. And they're actually talking about that. For real. I'll give you another one. I'll, I'll give you, since I'm a big fan, I'm a big fan of James Bond. You look mm -hmm. at the movies from James Bond in the 60s up till now. Yeah. Think about the things that have evolved is actually in common use now that was started in James Bond. True. You my favorite movie is Thunderball. At the beginning, he has he gets in his Aston Martin and the guys are shooting at him and the, and the lady and he raises up the back shield to block the bullets. It's lead. I had the, the car when I was a kid. Mm, sure. But now you think about that. It's bulletproof glass now. Right. That's so totally irrelevant. Uh-huh. Yeah. Even something as simple as that, that's now commonplace to have bulletproof glass. Right. Mm -hmm. It's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> it's amazing, it's though, really. But it's, it's but technology, I mean, you know, I look upon, I read in one book on shamanism that or witchcraft or, or magic, let me put it that way. And the statement was by the author. Magic is only science that can't be explained. Ah, intriguing. But you think about plants again, osmos. I mean, you you're saying you you basically people botanists have basically broken down how a plant gets its food from the roots, energy, and can changes the energy of the light sunlight into it so it can grow. Right. But if you didn't understand that at one point, that was magic. True. That is very true. Yes. Not everything's been studied. Exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's so kind of mind blowing, really. <laughs> yeah, it is. So anyway. All right. Now hit me up. We're going we, we gonna to get to the good part now that we've got to the cake. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so what particular topics do you like to write on? We know you like 
foot fetish, what other erotica topics do you like to explore in your writing? Uh, let's see. Topics would be, I like writing sci-fi thrillers. Uh, right. I also have a couple of story, few stories on my Medium page for this one publisher that I wrote. And it deals with my nun fetish. I do have a nun fetish. A barefoot, oh, sure. Of course, she has to be barefoot. So uh, <laughs> there's things in there. And she's very sensual. Hmm. Uh, you know, I uh, like I said, my story, The Barefoot Burglar, she's she's basically a former spy doing what she's doing. Now, do you have erotica in that book? I can't remember. Or yes. is it more of a non-erotic? OK, it's very erotic. I mean. That's how I got started writing erotica or writing, 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 period, is I wrote, I was playing semi-pro football and we'd have these long road trips. And I got tired of basically hearing in the back of the bus or the plane how guys wanted to keeping up with rappers, how they wanted to rap, rock a party. They couldn't rap and they just, you know, was, dudes, y'all need to shut up. So I had to figure <laughs> out a way to tune that out. So what came to me was during the time of I saw a bunch of movies and I always would put myself as a character in a movie mm -hmm. of how I would do things. So I just got the inspiration to write a detective novel. So I got me a notebook and started writing. And it was funny because teammates would come up to me going, man, what you doing? I'm like, I'm writing a, <laughs> a detective novel. I was it? Really? I'm like, yeah, I want to be in it. Just don't kill me, man. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and it got to a point where I had a love scene in the book. And it, as the lady, lady friend who was an editor read it, she's like, most of the story is great. It moves fine. You got the action down, but your love scene is lame. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, what do, what do I read for that? She says, why don't you read some romances or some erotica and you can figure it out what to put in there and have it flow uh -huh. good. It's no, sure. you know, she basically says it's no different than writing a fight scene. It's just that you're putting sex in it. I'm like, right. that's true. Mm -hmm. And I did. And I wound up getting on lit erotica reading for foot fetish material. I'm like, man, these dudes are just writing basically the same subject. I can do better than this. And I can write what I want. And basically that the old saying is necessity is the mother of invention. That mm -hmm. would be applied to me writing erotica. I'm like, well, I want to put my stuff out there. What I like to write in that, you know, the sensuality of a lady being barefoot, I think is very sensual. That's what I mean, you can do a witch. I mean, a lot of ladies that practice witchcraft, they're grounding, they're walking barefoot outside. Oh, God. OK. Sure. I mean, you know, that's to me is very sensual and feminine. So I my mind boldly going where it's gone before and even the further. And I think about a lady being a witch and she's out practicing. She doesn't have on nothing under her, under her dress. Right. Which I like. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then you, you take it from there. I mean, as a writer, I mean, I, I did a presentation with, you know, Dr. J. Oh yes. Mm hmm I did a presentation with her about a couple of weeks ago. Oh, nice. And one of my points was with her, with that, with, with her was, or when I was presenting with her is with writers, it says the big question you want to ask when I ask, when I'm writing, I always want to answer is two words. What if, mm, yes, ask yourself, what if, I mean, I can, you know, there was a, a movie a good friend of mine wanted me to watch with him, watch about uh, this movie, uh, No, or some Nope, or something like that. It was a black horror movie. Okay. It's what you think about that, man. And I'm like, you know, the way they had the setting with the guy and his wife and how things were, me being where I am from a big city, and I'm like, you know, they should change the title of that movie because I put myself in the, the main character's position. I said, change the title of that movie. He says, what did you change the title to? I said, hell no, because I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's part of what if. And, you know, it's the thing about, uh, you know, what if you were a guy? You're the witch. Use us as an example. You're the witch. You're practicing your ritual out there. You, you pretty much 
don't have on much. It's because you want to be one with Mother Nature and everything. Okay. I'm hiking through just trying to be along away from my thoughts. We run across each other. Sure. Make eye contact. There's an attraction. Now what? What if? What if? Yes. That's a story right there. It is. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you want to collaborate on something like that, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds fantastic. I don't know much about magic and that kind of stuff, but I, I like those kind of stories. You know, like I don't practice it myself, but I think they're fantastic stories. You know, they're in the media as well in movies. Well, I mean, you know, there's different. I mean, Ruin, there's different types of magic. You can even throw in sex magic. What happens? (laughs) I know, right? True. (laughs) What happens if you know, guy that's hiking catches the lady, the the lady witch, and she's masturbating for her for her ritual? Right. Sure. I could see. Yeah, that's gonna turn me on watching her. I'm gonna be sitting there like, (laughs) what did I stumble upon here? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe she looks. Maybe she looks up. Would you? And if she sees an attraction. There's an attraction. Would you like to join me? Well, okay. I'm not going to turn that down. I mean, that's easy. <laughs> but I mean, you know, there's more of a subtle way ladies would do that. I'm just saying. But you know, you right, see where right. that. You see where I'm going with that. There's a absolutely. story. Boom. Right there. So anybody that's listening and reading to this, listening to that, and wants to write a story about it, you better give us some credit. Anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> totally. Absolutely. It's when you're writing on medium, do you have specific genres you stick to? Or, the, I mean, I know you say you've done a couple that aren't erotic, but in the erotic genre, do you have specific ones that you've put on there that on the same category? Or do you like to do more of like a broad approach to writing erotica, different topics? Actually, I'm broadening. But first, mm-hmm. I started out with a couple of guy of some, you know, past experience based on some things based on past experiences that I wish could have happened that I elaborated on. Mm. And now I'm broadening, you know, the perspective because I got invited to this group that I'm writing a story, working on a story now. It's called, I think the publisher's Cheater's Paradise. I did submit a story. And uh, Cheater's Paradise, basically a story about infidelity. And I wrote, I submitted one already and it's published and it's based on, actually it's based on the song, Billy Paul, me and Mrs. Jones. I just took the line out of that thing going on. So that's the title of that. Right. And I'm working, presently working on another one, like a follow-up to that couple. And I'm, I'm, I always mess around with titles. The first title doesn't grab me. I'm probably go through about umpteen titles before I decide what I want to call it. And I, and I, Changed and I've got a title in mind. I might as well bounce this off you since I've, you've, I've been known to bounce things off you in the past. Right. Uh, it's a, the title of the song that comes to mind is by an artist. Her name is Sherelle. And she did a duet with a gentleman named Alexander O'Neill, I think. I'm, don't quote me on that. Okay. But the title is Things I Miss at Home. Mm-hmm. That's a good title. That's what I'm thinking. I'm going to make the title for the, this, this next story is Things I Miss at Home. Wow, that's a good title because there's so many things that could fit into that. And it's kind of intriguing. Like it draws people in like, well, what is that? What could it be? Mm-hmm. So that's the title to, title to my new story. So, so anyway. when it's published, where could people find that? Is that something that people could find? And- it's on media. Okay. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it's all on me. My, my short stories, all of them are on medium. Okay. And. Cool. So, I mean, I've gotten about, oh, I want to say about 20 on there now. So, Medium's a great place to write. It's because they're really open to stuff, too. They're not, you know, restrictive, Uh, I feel like. Yeah, but I'm feeling like they're trying to hide that, too, because that's what built them. But so Mm, we can talk about, I mean, my publishers are are up in arms about one of my publishers they're, they're the owners are up in arms about how they changed the format of how you get paid doing that oh, and at being drawing readership and, and the tags and everything so again like i said earlier to me it's like prohibition yeah yep unfortunately it is and it's hard because there's a lot of places that are restricting although i will say something gave me some hope i just talked with another erotica author earlier this week and he's on the i don't know some sort of council or something for amazon and they are actually considering 
creating a way for erotica authors to advertise their books finally on Amazon. I hope this goes through because oh, it's, yes. it's, I know it's such BS that they'll publish it, but they won't let us advertise it. And it's so dumb because they can very easily funnel things based on person's age or what they're normally reading. They could have a checkbox. Hey, I don't want to see any erotic books advertised to me. Or yes, I do. They have ways they could do it. I mean, I look at it also a lot of these platforms that sold books, sold romances, sold erotica and got their money off of it. Right. Now that they they're a household name, they're turning their back on what got them there. Yeah. And now they're realizing, oh, we got to go back to that. Yeah, you do. You Whoever <laughs> the proves that sitting there going, you know, you're going to burn in hell. That. The funny part about that to me is the folks that are standing up talking about you're going to burn in hell reading this or doing such and such are the main ones that are doing it in secret and get caught. Oh, yeah. That often is the way it is. They, they say if you're making a big deal about something, it probably is because you're trying to avoid it because you're doing it or it's chasing you or it's plaguing you. You want it. So they're just mm -hmm. dealing with their own inner demons. Yep. And they're spewing it on all of us. You know, I remember term, somebody said a line of, when you point the finger at someone, there's three others pointing back at you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so true. So, but again, that, I mean, I'll get into the sensuality, I get with, Getting back to how I wrote the Barefoot Burglar, now that I got off track, I read that. And I, like I said, I wrote that. I'm like, well, maybe I'll just do this one where she breaks in and, and does these things. And it was kind of based on a, she's kind of based on a custom uh, adult video, porn video that I had a, a lady friend make for me. Oh, sure. And that's how it came across. And I wrote it. And, um, it, that that's that's what ha that's what happened. I mean, it was basically her sensuality. She she's she likes to dress scantily, sultry, and and she likes to tease, and she enjoys orgasms. Sure. So there you have it. <laughs> uh, and I wrote that, and somebody they read it. Ooh, this is hot. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Always wonderful to hear those things. So, and then uh, how I got recruited to um, post or write for uh, this group, the main groups of my stories are under this group called Tantalizing Tales. One publisher is named is Posey. And I was in one of Dr. J's Twitter spaces speaking. Sure. And she was talking about writers. And I was, spoke up about what I did. And she wrote me, DM me like, I need, nice. you know, I read your story and have you considered, would you like to consider writing for uh, Tantalizing Tales? I'm like, awesome. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sure, right? I submitted some stories and she's like, oh, I love this. You, you have a different take than both of the owners, or the other owners named May. They're like, you have a different take on foot fetishism that are totally different from the stories that we've read before. I'm like, yeah, because I'm not that kind of guy. I mean, you know, I want more. I you know, I, I look at it this way. This is me. When I'm checking out a lady's feet, there's thing. I think we touched on this earlier in the first interview, so we can. I will reiterate. Sure. Three things I'm checking out about a lady: how she keeps her hair, how she keeps her nails, and how she keeps her fingernails, and definitely how she keeps her feet. Right. If she keeps her hair pretty, she keeps her nails immaculate, feet and and hands. That tells me she's taking care of the goddess. Right. Oh, for sure. Some that that because you that is important to me. <laughs> I think it's important too. <laughs> yeah. Fun, so, but if she, if, she, if she ain't taking, if she, I mean, and it also tells you about to me how a lady thinks about herself and her confidence. Now, I'm not saying she's got to be, you know, ultimate, but she does own what she has on. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. And a lot of those things are fun to get into, like, you know, doing your hair and taking care of it and polishing your nails. Those are fun things to do also. And it's a form of, yeah, taking care of yourself and self-care and enjoyment and pleasure. And I add that aspect with my ladies in my stories. 
how they take care of their nails, how they, you know, even down to how they dress. Because I love a, a lady that nicely put puts in that nice outfit. I'm sitting there, ooh, yeah, okay. My just the ultimate camera that has ever been invented is a man's brain. <laughs> I like that statement. <laughs> it is because it's the ultimate Polaroid. We get the best images and it's just like flash. Okay. That's what we like. <laughs> right. So always think about that. When you're, when you're dressing up with your man and everything, you put that, he's taking pictures of you. I mean, it's kind of like, <laughs> oh, it's like how fashion models, you know, you had the speed flash. She, 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 that. right. That's what's happening in our heads. <laughs> That's very good insight. <laughs> so always remember that. Absolutely. And you ladies out there, remember that too. <laughs> <laughs> That's great insight for how men think. I think that's a great thing. <laughs> great thing to know. And I would have never like thought of that. Like I have images that flash in my brain, but it's somehow different. Yeah. Men, remember, men are visual. They are very. You are, very, are very. All of you are. <laughs> we are very visual. So the camera plays a big part in that. Yeah. So with that, I, I write what I visualize. Yes. It's like watching, to me, it's like watching a movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to write what I visualize. I'm going to set everything up. So you're sitting there watching like a fly on the wall. What is happening with these two? And if I want to draw you in enough that not only are you watching, you can empathize or be one of those people. Right. Put yourself in that position. I often do that when I write too. Like, I feel like it's like a movie happening. Like, it's just... I can I can appreciate what you're saying because I, I feel like I have that sensation or that process happening for me too, where I feel like I'm like in a movie, it's just kind of like unfolding and happening like I'm watching a movie. And I've heard other writers say that too, which I think is really interesting. One person coined it writing more like in a stream of consciousness. And I don't know if that's accurate, but that's the way she described it. Consciousness, unconsciousness, the bottom line is you're relating. Right. How you do it, there's no set way. No. Like me, it is with a good movie. I mean, come on. You, you, how many movies have you seen the beginning of and it turned you off like I ain't in this? Right. You changed the channel. No different than a book. True. If, it's, if, a, you know, if the movie starts out slow and you're like, there's only saving grace about it is the main character you could relate to and it keeps going and it gets better. That, that's where you go with it. Right. But if it starts off flat, you're not watching it. No. Yeah. If you don't click with some part of it, you're not you're not going to want to continue. Mm-hmm. You're going to say it's a waste of time. I'll, I'll look at something else. There's enough out there. Exactly. But I'll just go do something else. And yeah, it's no different with books, for sure. Exactly. It was a story. So you want to, you know, they say create a good hook to get the reader involved. And uh, that's where I, I want to do my hook is with setting the scene, the sensuality, her beauty from a guy standpoint, I'm writing, putting that, creating that image in the reader's mind. I got a story up there, a story about a lady. It's an older woman, older guy, younger, younger lady story. And I pretty much put her outfit up there. And the ladies in the comments are like, yes. Oh, nice. So, and that's how to write, but that makes you visualize. Well, okay, this is here's a here's a younger lady. Uh, she's younger than this dude that this guy, this gentleman, she's with in the steakhouse. There's got there's at least twenty years difference between the two, okay. and you're seeing them interact. It's you got the light. They're eating ribeyes. <laughs> you see where I'm going with this, right? And pull it back. They go back to her place. She's serving a birthday cake. And they're watching the movie Casablanca, which is one ah, of my favorite. Nice. But things progress during the, during the evening. Where they do wind up making up. Right. And he, he's, he kisses her feet. I mean, foot worship is a big thing, is, is a thing in my stories. Right. And I think since it is your passion, it's great that you write about it because you can write about it with accuracy and authenticity and 
you know, pleasure just from a different perspective. Like, you know, for me, it's I don't have that fetish. I included it in my my recent book, but it was just like a little bit of a mention. It wasn't any sort of delve into that. It was just, okay, he has this, you know, like talk about it a little bit, but I would never go be able to go into the detail that you probably could for such a topic. I mean, the question, the thing is, first and foremost, even when you were writing uh, nonfiction, write what you know. Right. If you write it, you know, I've got a degree, you know, if you don't research your paper and research your topic, professors going to look at this like, hey, you didn't study. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it's no different. Yeah, uh, right. And then I got a question for you. Have you ever had your feet kissed? No. I have not. <laughs> You're blushy. I can feel your cheeks turning red. <laughs> I'm definitely not opposed to it. It just has not happened. <laughs> just curious. I mean, you, from what I've seen of your feet, they are lovely. And what I've seen of you, but I'm going to behave. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I, I will behave, but I, you know, it's just one of those things of, I, you know, I uh, in this new story that I've written that the the, the love interest in that she had never had her feet kissed until she got involved with this guy. And now she's like, oh, I can't get enough. OK, so <laughs> and that's that has been from past experience where I was with a lady. She had never had her feet kissed before. She understood it. She's like and it, it just happened at the time. This was eons ago sure. that Cosmo had put us an article out about a guy with a foot about foot fetishism and she read it and she's like are you like anything in this in this article and i read it i'm like somewhat i like how you toenail she said would you and i kissed her feet she's like she was never the same or <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty awesome that's an awesome story yeah that's very cool yeah i mean certain aspects in life even even without feet i like that I've had experienced, I was never, after that happened to me, I was never the same. Right. I mean, uh, one of the reasons, uh, one of the reasons why I do like tasting is that I had, I was pleasuring a lady and she squirted in my mouth. Okay. Lost my mind. I have never been the same. <laughs> I, if you share with me that you squirt, I'm going to make sure you, I'm going to drink you. Right. I think you're right. Something like that happens to you. It, it get, can change you. It can it change you that strongly and immerse you into that. Absolutely. Because, I mean, it comes into something that you, you've hit for me that I've hidden in that I like. I mean, I remember going out with a lady and we were going on a ferry and the, it was quite windy. We were taking a ferry ride. I had bought her some sandals. She knew about my foot fetish and she was wearing her, her sandals. And we were going up from the car up to the observation deck. And she's like, the wind blew open. She's like, God, I hope the wind doesn't blow my dress up. I'm like, why? What's up? I don't have on any panties. Like, oh, yes. you, don't have on any, you don't have on any panties down there? She says, no, I never wear panties. I'm like, oh, my. I, mean, I, I said, why did she have to tell me this? I am not. The, I was never the same after that. So... <laughs> In my stories, I have a lady, ladies are where our commando or there is. And from what I understand, yes, that's what I was about to say. What I'm saying is it. It's very sensual. Most ladies love it. Like, I like it that not having down there. I like to feel the air, the breeze on her and everything. I'm like, yes. (laughs) Yes. That's how I live my life as well. (laughs) For about, I don't know, let's see, four years now, I think. Mm-hmm. Because I remember there was a subject somebody had about underwear and lingerie. And I basically, I was like, Sinbad, lingerie is optional. I'm trying to get you out of it. <laughs> right. That's a temporary state. <laughs> yes. So I can understand you wearing a bra, but you don't have, if you're wearing a skirt or a dress, you don't have to have on any panties. Take them off. <laughs> right. I agree. <laughs> I understand that perspective. Mm-hmm. It's sensual. It's sensual and enjoyable, and it's just more natural and primal. And yeah, absolutely. I'm all. I probably need to hitch you up so I can get more, write more of a sensation offline, of course, about right. how that feels. So <laughs> when I incorporate that in the story next time, because right. I think is is one of the things that I enjoy doing is bringing out the senses and the feeling. So, oh, yeah. like you, okay, you read one of my stories. Maybe you haven't had your feet kissed. 
you're curious about it. But yet, by the same token, on that, you understand what it feels like to wear a dress and you're not wearing panties, how freeing that is. Yes. And it does feel very different. I will say that. It does feel very different to wear them and to not. Uh Huh? Absolutely. So I I got a story up there where a lady, she wears thongs. She has wears thongs, nothing but thongs. But she decides, she takes, takes this guy out to dinner. She goes to the restroom and comes back, puts her, you know, she's taking her thong off. She's like, open your hand. What, do you want me for dessert or or, or do you want dessert <laughs> for me? Okay. And she puts her thong in her hand. Nice. In his hands. So essentially, you know that she has on no panties. <laughs> very, very delicious and very, yes, enticing. Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Seduction. <laughs> I, and that's part of another thing that I like. I like seduction. I like to be teased. Right. A lot of people do. Very common. And if she know, if a lady knows that her feet, that I like her feet and she can, she, I, hey, tease the hell out of me with your feet. Okay. You can spread your toes, curl your soles, make them wrinkle and everything. Just wiggle them at me or <laughs> know when I'm looking. And we had touched on the type of sandals I like, like the chunky platforms that, you know, platform sandals that flap when you walk, when, when you walk or a lady walks in them, that noise and that sound, you do that, tease me, make me want <laughs> Right. Even even to the effect of a lady walking barefoot, because, you know, I do have a barefoot fetish, but it's sensual. She's teasing with her souls if she's walking. Right. Oh, for sure. And you add the other stuff like you, you open up, you open up your top just a little bit just to show that <laughs> guess how much what I what I am wearing or what I'm not wearing up top. Right. You know, that's one of the things that. I, looking forward to getting back out in the dating world or, or dating a lady is like, you know, get to the point and not only that she knows that I have a foot fetish, but hey, baby, you got, I hope you like to tease, so tease, tease the hell out of me. <laughs> Absolutely. Make me lose my, make me lose my mind where I'm to the point I got to get you home and pleasure you and satisfy you tonight. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to be like Barry White. You will feel all right before the night is through. Right. And that's a, that's a huge passion builder in real life and in erotic stories. That's the mm-hmm. that builds the passion. That builds a passion, builds a relationship that makes things special. I mean, you know, tease me, put on that beautiful dress, make yourself, I mean, just look fun. So I can just sit there and just stare at how beautiful you are. <laughs> right. Now, of course, you're going to sit there and go, what's wrong? Nothing. I'm just enjoying this. Again, the camera's going off. Okay, I'm getting just all over you. How you look, how you walk, how you turned and looked at me that night. You're just sitting there, even so much of how you have your drink, all that. Very intriguing. And yes, that's those are great things to in real life that you can put into stories. I mean, it's just those snapshots, those images, as you as you so eloquently said, you know, being like you're watching a movie. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. You put in there, I mean, enjoy putting in the lady's point of view from a standpoint, because I know how I feel. Right. All right. But I want to know from the lady's standpoint, how you are doing, because how are you reacting to me? Okay. Let's put it this way. You have on a flowing dress. Okay. You have on your commando. You have on your foot jewelry. You have on chunky sandals. Okay. I know you're not in the walking barefoot out in public, but you have on your chunky sandals. They're flapping. They flap against your feet. You know that right. sounded what it does to me. <laughs> right. Okay. You're teasing me. I want to know your reaction. How, what, what are you seeing in me that makes you want to tease me more? Right. It's sort of like a dance, right? You, you can't just it do is. it inside it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're drawing me into your web. You're putting me under a spell, under your spell. That they, there's nobody else around but me and you. All I see is you. All I want is you. How does that make you feel when you're seeing that in my eyes? When you see that subtle quiver, and I'm trying to be cool out in public, but we both know. <laughs> I'm like a, you have like a duck swimming, okay? You've seen a duck. Ducks are all yeah. cool up on top when they see them on the of the water. They're all cool. But you get close enough and see them, them feet under their legs underwater. They're going everywhere. 
Indeed. <laughs> That's how I am. I, I equate that analogy because you know I'm cool on the outside, but right. on the inside, I am melted. I am jello. I am putty in your hands. <laughs> it's always such a good phrase, isn't it? <laughs> so, you know, you've got, again, you have shown me that green rock. You have it and you're showing it to me. You know I can. My powers are going and I'm so weak for you. It is a very fun dance. And yeah, you need you need it. It has to be interactive. Otherwise, exactly. I was flat. So, like books or movies we talked about, you don't want to continue. <laughs> you want it both sides. So that's why I try to put that in there. Try to get a lady's point of view often on my stuff. So just to be sure, sure I'm on point. So it's like, you know, nothing. You, I mean, you read something like, hey, I wouldn't do that. Okay. <laughs> but everyone's different too. So you can't say that that wouldn't happen. I, that just kind of bugs me when people say that that's not realistic. Well, how do you know how every person. How is? do you know? But, that's silly. But, I mean, but also on, the, on that, you do want to write that you're in the ballpark. Right. That's where I'm getting at. Yep. Absolutely. Well, this has been so much fun. Is there anything that you haven't talked about with your writing or writing or topics on writing or anything else that you wanted to talk about before we end? Wow, I think we pretty much covered a lot for now. I suffer yeah. from delayed reactions. As soon as you say thanks and have, have, this was fun, I'm going to think of every other thing and probably DDM you for it. But <laughs> <laughs> for, another, for another interview. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. This was super fun. I love talking about all these topics and writing and writing erotica and perceptions of the world and, and culture and society based on sexuality and sensuality. They're just really super fun topics. I, I enjoyed our chat. Thank you. I've enjoyed it immensely myself. I, again, I hope you can have me on again. I, I, I've enjoyed, enjoyed talking with you in our interviews. It's really cool. It's just relaxing. Yeah, it is. It was super fun. Yeah, definitely I'll have you back again. And for everyone listening, you can check down in the podcast show notes where I will put the links to his work and his writing so that you can find it and read it and enjoy it as well. Thank you so much again, Rowan, for having me. This was oh. This is a party. Party for mine until I'm going to just say, yeah, I enjoyed it immensely. Thank oh, you I so did much. Too. I did too. So much fun. Do you also want to quick mention where people can find you on social media? Which platforms? Uh, I'm on Twitter, Jacques Girard. And I'm also on the two main ones is I'm on Twitter and Facebook. Okay. And are you Jacques Girard on both of those? Yes, I am. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And you have an amazing day. This was just a wonderful time. And I'll look forward to next time. All righty. Thank you. And you have a good day as well. You too. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Thank you for listening to that. And I hope you enjoyed our chat. I sure did. He was a wonderful guest. And you got to check out his work. Amazing stuff. Very sexy. So don't forget to look down on the podcast show notes and look for him on Medium, Jacques Gerard 52. And all of my links are down there, too, where you can find my books, my erotica, my erotic romance, my erotic audiobooks that I also narrate. Decadent Erotica is the one that recently came out. And I just narrated the first book in a series, a Hot Wife series for Lacey Cross. And that book will be coming out soon, sharing his adventurous wife, the itty-bitty vixen. It was super fun to narrate and narrated it with. In My Hands Audio, sexy male voice. He does a lot of audio for Literotica and, oh, he's in multiple places. I think he's also an OnlyFans, I believe. So check him out as well. Stay tuned. More sexy, juicy stuff to come. And don't forget to enjoy your body. Make sure you come today. We were given these organs for a reason to enjoy our bodies. Keep your genitals healthy by using them all the time. Whether you're with a partner, partners, or yourself, make sure you're getting that blood flow down there. Don't let your genitals atrophy, baby. Masturbate. Get yourself some amazing, juicy, natural hormones to make you feel better, feel good, feel awesome, and stress relief. And it's a natural sleep aid, so make sure you come today. Thank you for listening and have an amazing fucking day. Love ya. Oh, and don't forget to check me out on the Full Swap radio internet station as well. I have my shows on Mondays at 6 p.m. 
Central Standard Time. And my air, my shows also air, my podcast shows also air at 8 a.m. on Wednesdays, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. They have an app as well, also online. Check that out as well. Have a great day. Ready for some spring cleaning of your beard and groin hairs? Try out Manscaped products where you can get 20% off with my new code RUIN, R-U-A-N, to get 20% off and free shipping. In order to get the discount, use the promo code RUIN, R-U-A-N, to do that spring cleaning to get yourself ready for sexy times. Heat up your spring with a new shave, a new trim. Perhaps try going there. Get more skin smacks in the bedroom, if you know what I mean.